Play the fucking intro. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Eric is back in the studio. Yeah, my uh, on-again, off-again sort of uh, pattern that's been going on the last uh, month and a half. Uh, but it's almost—it's gonna come to an end. Hopefully, next week means that I'll be back into the flow. Um, but I am one week away from being completely moved in to my new place. Let me tell you, buddies, it's a bitch and a half. But <laughs> but we're getting close. We're getting close to the to the tail end of it. I'm like, all right, fine. We're in the home stretch. Awesome. And things will probably go back to normal. Excellent. Well. Uh, as I said on the last episode, Eric participated in the interview, so you got at least Eric for a portion of last episode, but now Eric's yeah. here. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about for live shows, as I know Eric played at least one over the last two weeks. Oh, I've got two live shows to talk about, at least. One is, uh, yes, the one that I played at the Oliver Rock show. That was sort of, uh, uh, the kid who put it on is this kid named Jacob, and it was sort of a send-off show for, uh, uh, because he's... Uh, leaving at this point, he will have left for New York City because he got accepted into NYU. Congratulations! Majoring in psychology, and I'm like, good for That's, him. That is an ethical, ethical fucking uh, field to go in. Yeah, and on top of that, I also saw my favorite band of all time for the 11th time this year. Well, spoiler, so I will have a lot to talk about. into the albums. Yes, it will segue into our great cover-to-cover album. I was waiting to be able to talk about this one, and I was like, hey, next time they come to town, I'll talk about it. Well, they came to town, and I'm going to be here talking about their first album. But we'll get to that once we get to that. Well, we got a lot of other music to play, uh, especially a lot of new music, so we're going to get to that. New music that has come out and will be coming out. I'm going to start on August 12th with the band The Take. They're awesome. Live for Tonight was an EP they put out on Demons Run Amok. Then on the 13th, Shaved for Battle put out a new one, three tracks called American Oi on Liberty or Death Records. On the 14th, Mean Time released Immured, which is a single on Indecision Records. Then the Schoonthorpe Yobs released We Are the Yobs. That's on the 14th. The Yobs? Yes. As if one Yob wasn't enough? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to Yob, you're like, yeah, this is a lot of shit to digest. <laughs> Uh, Bonk Bonk released One Time, which is a single, and that is on Hellcat Records, as that is a uh, project of sorts that I know Tim Armstrong is associated with or a part of with a female vocalist, and I can't remember where she was or who she was with or whatever offhand, but anyway, it's called Bonk Bonk. Mm-hmm. And the track's cool. I listened to the track. It's called One Time. So uh, if you like uh, Hellcat Records stuff, go check that out. Uh, next up, Lupus. Uh, they released Krutost Trval Nadje. Nadje? I don't know. Something like how's, that. How's it spelled? <laughs> N-A-D-E-J-E. N-A-D-E-J-E? Yeah. Nadje? Sure. There probably is. Most other languages... Uh, the J is more of an H sound, so yeah, you're probably right. If it's Spanish, it would be a nade. If it's uh, somewhere in Scandinavia, I would say it's nadie. 
So maybe probably Nadia. Scand- Scandinavian. So uh, I would say Nadia. They're on DIY Koto Records, but the band's Lupus. Lupus. Uh, that came out on the 15th. Also on the 15th, the Riot Peddlers put out High Horse EP. I think I remember listening to a few tracks on that. That was cool. Another cool one, The Path released Prison Planet on State of Mind Records on the 16th. Half as Bad released What You Hear Is What You Get on Otitis Media Records. That's on the 17th. Mad Brother Ward and the Abrasives released All Bad All the Time. I played something from that over on Punganoi Worldwide, and I actually have that queued up. I've been meaning to listen to it because I want to hear the whole full length. Uh, They're great, Mad Brother Ward and the Abrasives. Then Brute released a new single called Nation on Fire, which is, yes, a Blitz uh, version or Blitz uh, cover. There we go. That's the word I was going for. So if you like the band Blitz, I just played... Uh, one of their albums is a great cover-to-cover album, uh, just maybe like a month or so ago. Yeah, I guess you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, Sweet Gloom released uh, Revier on Asian Man Records on the 17th. Bearings released The Best Part About Being Human on Pure Noise Records on the 18th. A uh, handful of releases on the 18th also include Aggrieved and Cold Case Split EP on Upstate Records. The Agonizers releasing uh, That's Right on Ruined Records. Your Best Nightmare put out a new EP. I should have looked that up. I forgot I didn't know the name of that last week when I was playing something from Your Best Nightmare. Red Bricks put out a new single, They Shall Not Pass. Uh, That was a great single. The Defiant released Dead Language, which is a single. That's on the 18th. Uh, If you're a fan of... Dickie Barrett and the Mighty Mighty Bostones, well, as you might know, they're no longer a band, but Dickie Barrett is doing vocals for this new project. Johnny Rio is doing, uh, is playing in that band, too. And then I want to say Joey Briggs of the Briggs is in that project. It's like a super group of sorts. And so uh, I recommend going and checking it out. It's the first single called Dead Language. Boy, that's great. Right? <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds good. You got some punk rock royalty in there. Absolutely. members from, anyway. I mean, I remember uh, Johnny Rio doing a... Uh, I know him from the Street Dog song, Not Without a Purpose. He did right. a guest vocal spot in the second chorus. Right. Yeah. I was I was just another average kid looking up to the pistols idolizing Sid. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a great part in that verse. Right. <laughs> Uh, the Bare Minimum also released Uncaged, which is an EP. There are four tracks, all themed around Nicolas Cage movies. I think each of the titles has some sort of a reference to a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. And even the artwork reflects it. So if you're the into artwork, that. Yeah, the artwork is a stencil design of Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah. Well, not the whole thing, but you see his face. Right. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm like, okay, what have you guys got in store for me now? It was pretty cool. I, I quickly skimmed through it because I didn't have a lot of time, but I, it was definitely an intriguing concept there. Uh, Red Light Rebels released a Death to This Town EP on Disconnect. Disconnect Records, Brazen Bull released I Used to Be Nothing, which is a single, and that's a great single, by the way. Then on the 20th, Impact Driver released Sham Pain. Yes, it's fucking cool. It's a great track. It's a band out of Philadelphia, yeah. Impact Driver. And it sounds like I'm saying champagne, right? Yes, yeah, champagne. But yes, it's S-H-A-S-H-A-M-P-A-I-N-E. Two words, champagne, like fake pain. But champagne. But it sounds like you're saying champagne, like the uh, bubbly. Yeah. 
Yes, champagne. Yes, champagne. It's like a, when you're a hypochondriac. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or just sort of a, yeah, champagne. Just sort of like reliving the experience for when you heard Sham 69 for the first time and it just penetrated your eardrum set to you such a degree <laughs> that you had to just rip off the headphones and you go, ow. <laughs> I recommend listening to it, then you can figure it out for yourself. Yep. If you haven't heard <laughs> Sham 69, better prepare for some champagne. <laughs> Uh, on the 21st... 69 proof. <laughs> <laughs> Soft play, a.k.a. or at least used to be Slaves, but they don't go by that name anymore. They're now Soft Play. They released a new song, Punk's Dead. And I think I was watching something today that was either implying... I only quickly watched it, and I didn't get to really pay as much attention as I'd like. Either Robbie Williams, the vocalist, if you're into Robbie Williams, uh, I think he's either doing like background vocals or something like that in this song or something coming up. But go listen to it. Punk's Dead is the single that they came out with. Then Run Into the Sun. They released two tracks, No One Sees Me and Nothing Heals Here. That was on 21st. Yeah, I listened to both of those tracks, and they're great. Really great tracks. Definitely going to talk about at least one of them in the next episode. Uh, next episode I'm on, rather. <laughs> Remains to be seen, admittedly, but uh, next time I will be on the episode, on, on the punk cast, I will be talking about one of those tracks because they're both really good. Next week or maybe the week after then. Yes. Right. Yep, after we let the songs just settle for a minute, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I think I know what I need to say. Uh, the Young Rochelles, they released Breezy, which is a single on 21st. On 22nd, Freya released Fight as One on Upstate Records. Simple Minded Symphony released self-titled Simple Minded Symphony on Ska Punk International. Liberty and Justice put out a new single called Still Here. Uh, features Pierre. I don't know who Pierre is. I heard briefly a little bit of the, the single. It's cool. If you like Liberty and Justice, you'll like it. Ain't Right released their Pills Session, which is Pill Session number 21 for August. That's over on Pills Records and Pandemics Records over on Punkanoi Worldwide. I did that as a label feature recently, so you would know kind of what that is. And if not, go listen to that episode. And if you want to skip that episode, head over to Pills Records slash Pandemics Records on Bandcamp, and you can check out a lot of great Canadian bands over on Pills Sessions. Then on the 23rd, Sun O'Bathers released High Handed, which is a single. Uh, Heckle and Jekyll, they released a new single, Rooster Biscuit, on Pogo Records. Half Past Two released You in a Suit, which is a single. Then on the 25th, Risky and the Ridicule will be releasing Platinum Statue, their first LP, I think, since 2019. Spanish Love Songs will be releasing No Joy on Pure Noise Records. Greater Vision will be releasing Disappear Completely on Upstate Records. God Collider will be releasing Unhallowed Blasphemies, which is an EP on Indecision Records. We'll be talking more about that later. Mm -hmm. Vendetta released Death Grip, also on Indecision Records. Bond Breaker will be releasing Exile on Grimace Records. We just played a track from Bond Breaker, I want to say two weeks ago. Something new from that one? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Because yeah, you were here. Was, yeah, I, I was here. <laughs> yeah. That was the uh, what, Chinese pizza punk or the... Oh, that was on was the same that? episode, the No Name. Okay, No Name. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of the No Name, but Bond Breaker's from Austin, Texas. Okay, yeah, now I remember. Yeah. yeah. Either way, both those bands were good. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Decline will be releasing Magical Misery Tour on P Records. Anti-Venom will be releasing A Handful of Nothing. 
Regime, no, Regimen de Terror will be releasing a self-titled on La Vida es un Mos Discos. Convict Class will be releasing a new single, Echo Beach. We'll be talking more about that shortly. The Mistakes will be releasing A Good Hill to Die On, and I assume it is on the 25th, but it could be any time in August. I think uh, I, I, it was sent to us. I listened. I'm going to be talking about it here in just a little bit. Uh, under release, it just said August, and since there's not a lot of August, most things get released on Fridays, and it's this last one is coming up. I'm just assuming that it is this Friday, but realistically, it could be released on any dates. It just says release date August 2023 for that album, but I actually have it, and we're going to be talking more about it and playing some music from it later. Then a few releases that should be coming up soon. I don't have the release dates, but could be in this window. The Feel Good McClouds are releasing Dance with Broken Bones, which is an LP. The Hard Crops will be releasing a split with Brute, two great bands there. Backbreakers releasing Reclaim the Streets. I think that's their first new stuff in a few years. They're a great band out of Canada. And then uh, I'll cover the releases that'll be coming out next Friday the 1st to wrap my list up. Kong Kong is releasing Details of War EP on Gorilla City Records. That's its release date. I pre-ordered the vinyl, and I already got my shipped notification. So since they are from Sweden, I'm hoping to get it by around that release date, but I'll be definitely playing something from that band soon. Telecrimen, Telecrimen. They're releasing El Circo de Brujo, which is an EP on Slovenly Records. Dirty Ass is releasing <laughs> Setu Buhi Derimu Sendiri, which is also on Slovenly Records. Stomper 98's releasing, self-titled Stomper 98. Really looking forward to that. I love that band. Vicious Circle is releasing Split This Open on 1054 Records. If you haven't heard me talking about that label recently, they are a great label, a hardcore label. So if you like hardcore music, they're based out of Australia, but they've been putting out a lot of killer hardcore music, so definitely check out 1054 Records. Tube Alloys is releasing Magnetic Point on La Vida Es Un Moose Discos. Bier Teufel and Spring Teufel are releasing a split EP called Directa und die Linke Hand de Teufels, which I go, you can go translate <laughs> that yourself. <laughs> I'll be playing that, uh, I'm sure, at least on Punkanoi Worldwide around that release date. Rancor is releasing a new EP, Lem and Pen, which that band's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Simpos is putting out a new EP called Hard as Nails Punts which I don't know exactly what Hardest Nails Punts refers to, but that band Simpos is awesome. They released an EP uh, previously, which is awesome, so I'm looking forward to that. And then finally, Suzio 13, or Suzio Trece, are releasing uh, Yavan Aver, which is a new single, and that's a cool band out of Spain. I'm looking forward to that. This was long. I How long have we been doing the show already? Shit. Uh, <laughs> you, get, you get to your list so we can get to some music. Holy hell. Okay, my list... On the uh, 13th, there is a sort of new release from Twitching Tongues. It is their album, In Love, There Is No Law, which you already know was released 10 years ago. This is the 10-year anniversary edition, which features some uh, bonus tracks on there and some re-recorded tracks. So this is for the fans. On the 14th, the band Sedende and No Stones did it, released a split EP. Street Power released Threads of Hate. 
On the 16th, Psycho Mantis, uh, Mantis released EFD, the Ecstatic Flesh Devourment single. Sounds like such a death metal death grind uh, <laughs> title. I've yet to listen to it to see if it fits the bill, but that will be coming out on a uh, on an on their album, which will come out on the 25th. That is Cerebral Labyrinth Part One. So there's a lot going on in their world. On the 17th, Broken Vow released a single called 1.5, and Ministry released their newest single, Goddamn White Trash, <laughs> which is a song that's going to come out on their new album, not until March 1st, but it's going to be called Hopium for the Masses. <laughs> nice. Yeah, leave it to Al, all those little double entendres and his wordplay and everything. He's just a, he's, he's a madman, but we all knew that. On the 18th, uh, still have to listen to that Uncaged EP from Bare Minimum. Uh, but Witness Chamber released True Delusion, an EP, and Ringworm released Seeing Through Fire. I gave that a couple of listens, and yeah, it's great. But I don't see exactly what sets it apart from the other Ringworm records. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe <laughs> I just have to uh, let it settle for a minute. I have to give it a little... I have to give it a few more lessons. I enjoy it. It's fucking killer. It's ringworm, you know? They have, they can do little to disappoint <laughs> at this point. Anyway, uh, yeah, 21st, Run Into the Sun, their new single. Listen to it if you haven't already. Uh, the 22nd, the band Chastity released Halfway, <clears throat> another single. And probably the album that I was most excited about, the Death Album. The fourth Death Album is finally here. I listened to that twice. And, yep, it's Death Clock doing what Death Clock does best, and that is Be Brutal. <laughs> it is a brutal record. And, yet, now all I have to look forward to is the uh, Army of the Doomstar movie and accompanying soundtrack. And, for the love of God, will you, Adult Swim, will you just get off your ass and give the masses what they want? Give us Duncan Hill's coffee. Fuck. All right. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not you, Brandon. I know you would want to take a... I know you want to do all the fucking merchandise for uh, Death Clock, but Adult Swim just keeps fucking you over. Anyway, yeah, the Army of the Doomstar soundtrack going to come out on the 25th, along with uh, Berthold City, or Berthold? 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 Hold the birth. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Breathe. All right. Uh, they're going to be releasing their album, A Moment in Time. And, and yes, God Collider will be getting into their uh, single, Set for set for to be released on their Unhallowed Blasphemies EP, and the aforementioned Psychomantis LP Cerebral Labyrinths Part One. Cool, and that's what I got. Well, we're gonna get to some new music. Both of us have a lot of new music, a bunch that's been shared, some of the stuff we were talking about, some of the stuff that hasn't even been released yet, and that's what we're getting into. So, Eric, kick us off. What do you got? Well, this one is a. Uh, I think I had it backwards in the in the little section because the I'm going to talk about the God Collider song, which came out uh, just a few days ago, and the one that I'm talking about now came back came out all the way in July. But <laughs> whatever, it still counts as a new track. But that's just me being a picky little son of a bitch. Anyway, the band is Hard Luck, or if you're looking for them online, Hard Luck MF dot MF. As in, hard luck, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they are a band from uh, Arizona. I think they're splitting between uh, Phoenix and Tucson because I know that my friend is in this and he lives in Tucson. Maybe he moved back to Phoenix and I didn't know about it. I don't know, but 
I only knew about this uh, band through the grapevine with our mutual friend, who I see a lot more because, well, she lives up here. <laughs> uh, and she gave me a le- uh, she gave me a first listen to this before it came out because he leaked all the tracks to her, and then she's like, "Hey, check this shit out. This is Andrew's band." So thank you, Destiny. Thank you, Andrew, for uh, giving me the inside scoop because their new EP, uh, their first EP. All That's Left For You fucking rips. It's a great fucking hardcore album. It's uh, dipping into hardcore music from the 90s, a bit of thrash here and there. And and yeah, there's really not much to say about the band other than they're new as fuck. Uh, but I sent a text out to my friend Andrew, and I was like, hey, what's your guys' uh, sort of abridged history? And he says, and I quote, Josh and Drew started jamming together and writing and then started bringing Blake in to sing. Eventually, they added me. We just added a new guitarist, too. Okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's hard luck history so far. <laughs> and, yeah, they got around to recording this uh, EP. It's, uh, what is it, four songs? Yep. Yeah, four songs, including a little intro of just of just straight brutality. It's hardcore at its finest. Well, maybe not at its finest, but it is rugged and just about as uh just about as uh brutal as you could expect. Cool. Maybe not even as brutal. You know, it's not beat down territory, but I don't know. You just got to give it a listen. So that's what we're going to do. This is Violent Rebirth by Hard Luck, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. 
raw and to the point with a lot of brute force. Right. Yep. So that's uh so yeah, that's just a little taste of hard luck. And right now that's really all you have is just a little taste because they only have four songs, one of which is just an intro with no lyrics. So <laughs> yeah. This is all we got to uh, work with. But if you're in the Arizona area, then yeah. If you like what you heard, make a point to go and see those guys. Uh, follow them on their Instagram and listen to them on Spotify and Apple Music. These guys don't even have a band camp. What the fuck, guys? The band camp is like the first thing you do when you start a band, even when you don't have music. <laughs> Come on, get your shit together. I mean, I appreciate the uh, and respect the fact that you uh, just jumped the gun and went, get it on all streaming platforms. It's like, eh, okay. I mean, it's all going to the same place, and you're all going to make the same amount of money. True. Which is nigh. Right. <laughs> no money. No problems. <laughs> okay, there's plenty of problems, but but yeah, hard luck. Andrew, fucking kick ass. Nice to know that you're still kicking around the hardcore scene now that you're like done with school and became smarter than the rest of us, you fucking geek. <laughs> I see you playing up there with your thick specs on, you Milo lookalike motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, but congrats, guys. Fucking love it. Moving on from there, I guess. Right, let's go. Uh, music, uh, some bunch of great music that's been shared with us recently. We're going to go from uh, Arizona to a land down under. I can't, I can't help but not say those things. Anyway, uh, Warnambool in Victoria, that is uh, in Australia, in case I wasn't clear enough there. Uh, our pals in uh, Convict Class are releasing another single. So about a month ago, we did Wank Sock, and you can go order Wank Sock, the the track and get some a pair of wank socks and again you got to go check it out go over to the band camp page you'll find yeah. it there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about the wank socks <laughs> that was officially released on july 28th well coming out this friday so pretty soon you'll be able to get it yourself and go support them and just as eric said head over to the band camp because this will be there along with wank sock already being there oh get your wank socks here get your wank socks for when your flashlight gets cold <laughs> <laughs> And it should be a Bandcamp Friday, not this Friday, the 25th, but the next Friday. So uh, anybody out there who, uh, you know, make some purchases once a month, put them in your cart, save them, favorites, whatever, and then come that Friday, get them, support the bands, stuff you like, support the bands. Do it. Uh, Echo Beach is the single that'll be coming out on the 25th this Friday, so we're going to check it out now. Here is some more new in the sense that it's a new single that will be out. It is Echo Beach. This is Convict Class. <laughs>
first, I forgot to thank Shane. As always, Shane, thanks for sharing the music. Uh, that's Convict Class, Echo Beach. I looked up Echo Beach to see how close Echo Beach, as you can say, far away, but I think they're referring to other things, not just specifically the distance. But Echo Beach, the only Echo Beach that I saw uh, anywhere near them is on the Gold Coast, and that is quite a distance. That's nowhere near uh, Warrnambool in Warrnambool, if I'm saying that right. Uh, so... There you go. If you're curious on some ge geography there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the question I have is, 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 is that the same beach to which their, uh, their fellow Aussie punks, the chats are, to in their song Emperor of the Beach? Emperor of the Echo Beach. Maybe. I think, I think we need to get these two together. Where, where are the <laughs> chats from? Because so Gold Coast is up near Brisbane, which looks like quite a distance from Warrnambool, which is just west of Melbourne, which those are not very close to each other. <laughs> in case anybody was curious. Well, let's see. The chats are in, yeah, they formed in the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Okay. Well, that is actually pretty close to Echo Beach, all things considered. Uh, they're all, all of that's in Queensland. Sunshine Coast is just a, a bit north of Brisbane, and Gold Coast, where Echo Beach is, is just a bit south of Brisbane. And again, none of it near our pals in convict class, so mm -hmm. uh, there's a bit of geography that goes with it. Uh, <laughs> Echo Beach, again, that's the track. Go check them out and go check out Wanksock if for some reason you missed that episode. Uh, next up, we're going to be playing, uh, we have two bands from France on this episode. Funny enough, like I think it was the same day, two different bands from France reached out, and I was super happy because I actually really like both of these bands a lot. It's really cool when new bands reach out to us because, like, hey, cool, we get to discover some new stuff. But when it's bands I already like, and they're like, hey, you should check out our stuff, it's like, hell yeah, I should check out your stuff. I already have been, but I'm glad that you're telling me to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over on Instagram, they actually reached out. So the band is RAS84. So they, that's what the band's name is stylized as now. But the band did form and was a band from 82 to 84. So there you go, 1982 to 1984. And yeah. at that point, they were performing or playing under the name RAS. There are uh, releases. So if you would like to go back, and they do have a website... Uh, I'll quickly tell you, uh, well, it's E-U-T-H-A-N-A-S-I-E dot records, uh, and you can go uh, look up the band there, and it'll show discography, and you can actually listen to a bunch of the stuff that is on there for the band. Now, back to what we're talking about here. They're releasing new music. Uh, in September, I don't know the release date yet, but they will be releasing, I think it's an eight-track mini-album called Rien ne pura effacer, which is Nothing Can Erase. Uh, the band is from Bois Colombes and Asnieres in France. So that's where the band's from, is those two locations. It's Bois Colombes and Asnieres, France. Okay, there you go. France. France, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Philippe for uh, sharing the stuff and uh, getting to check this out. Uh, you should definitely check them out. This track right here we're going to play, and I'm excited to be playing some more stuff uh, as it does come out. Uh, as I stated earlier, 82 to 84, the band was active. They reformed back in 2014. I actually saw something else that said they reformed in 2012, but I think the information mm. I got from the band 
said 2014. So By the one way, is of the this two. Their, is this their first music they released since their Reformation? No. I think okay. they've got at least one other one, which I think you can also go find on that website that I was referring to. Uh, they've actually played several shows, too, in France, Belgium, Germany, Italy, Sweden since reforming. And then more recently, I think the band lineup has even changed. But that particular release I was talking about that should be coming out next month will be coming out on Dirty Punk Records. And they are in discussions with an American label to release the discography of the band from 1983. So I think that that'll mm. be released on a vinyl. And that should be coming out in a few months as well. So with all that being said, let's listen to a new track from the band. And it's Tout Une Vie, which is a lifetime. That's what it translates to. So Tout Une Vie. Here we go with RAS84. Pas eu de fric ni beaucoup de chance T'as pas eu de temps 
seasoned skins. <laughs> right? Tut in V, great track, RAS84. Man, that's awesome. I, I love the gang vocals, just like a lot of group vocals throughout, and then uh, those punk rock and roll guitars. Yeah. That was awesome. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy that. There was a bit more of, yeah, there was a bit more of the rock and roll element in the previous track with the uh, uh, convict class. Right. Yeah, mostly because there were more uh, solos. <laughs> <laughs> it, great stuff. I'm really excited for the rest of those seven tracks. They're on their way in September. As soon as I know a date, uh, I will let you know. And as soon as I have more music from these guys, I'll definitely be playing it over on Power Radio. Punkanoi Worldwide, and don't be surprised if after that release date you hear more of it here on SLC Punkcast. Thank you again to Philippe. Uh, great stuff, great band. Uh, I'm going to play one more new track, and then we're going to get into some more new tracks. <laughs> a few more, yes. Yeah. Uh, the band Singing Soil. Uh, so an email was sent to me just a couple days ago, and didn't sign it, so I don't know who specifically. I assume somebody in the band, but just the email said Blitz Craig. So if there's a Craig, thank you to Craig if I've got that right uh, for sending over. Uh, you can go check out Singing Soil over on Bandcamp, over on Reverb Nation. They have four singles. I think the three of them might have been released maybe March of this year, so uh. just a little bit ago. And then they had this newest one here just released last week on August 18th. Uh, the band described as goth, post-punk, other, kind of has some psychobilly or rockabilly elements to it, too. Uh, they're from Novato, which I think is in Petaluma in California, one or the other, or both. I, I don't know geographically where they are. I've just seen, uh, I think, Novato on the Reverb Nation page, and then on their Bandcamp page it says Petaluma. So either way, it's California. Mm -hmm. And we are going to check out a track from that band, so the newest single from the band, and it is Tuxedo in the Drunk Tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, bachelor party kind of gone off the rails? It could be. It could be. Not a bachelor party, a wedding reception. <laughs> it could be that, too. That, yes, that's probably more likely. It could be that. Yeah. Oh, right here it or even says... Or even earlier... The rehearsal dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so in a different description of what the sound is or the about the artist, it says, dark country, gothic punk metal. <laughs> <laughs> I think this song has a little bit less of some of those elements, but still some of those. But you should go check out the other ones, 15-Minute Cities, The Old Studio Shack, and then Tumbleweed Dealer are the other tracks. For now, this is Tuxedo in the Drunk Tank. Thank you. 
go. A singing soil. Singing soil. Yeah, I hear. I do hear more of the uh, psychobilly and kind of gothic elements, but not so much the country. <laughs> right. You know? Like I said, the other tracks may have a little bit more of that because mm. they don't all sound like the same thing. Well, yeah, as uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I expect uh, one song to have a little more twang in it if, there's, uh, if there are some country elements. You know, I just start thinking of like the uh, some some Marty Robbins type shit because <laughs> that type of uh, sort of southwestern cowboy bluesy country that would fit the bill with psychobilly a lot more, right? Because you know that little they have a track across the plains, <laughs> tumbleweed dealer. Maybe maybe you're gonna get a little more of that on tumbleweed dealer. Okay, yeah, that. I better. Uh, that, yeah, I fucking better. <laughs> Again, go check them out on Reverb Nation. Go check them out on Bandcamp. And in case you were curious, geographically, uh, Novato is like halfway in between Petaluma and San Rafael. So it's really just a little bit outside of Petaluma. Actually pretty close to San Pablo Bay, not too far from there. And uh, just a bit north of San Francisco, in case you're curious as to where it might be located. Mm-hmm. In California. All so, right. Northern California, there you go, where Novato and uh, Petaluma are. And Eric's got another new track for us. Eric, what do you got? Well, I got the latest from uh, God Collider. <laughs> now, I talked about God Collider uh, earlier this year when they released their uh, single, uh, what was it? Uh, Perry Hillian. That's yep. what it was. Yeah, Perry Hillian. Yeah. And uh, now they got a new one that's. Uh, yeah, now they got a new one that's going to come out on Unhallowed Blasphemies. So uh, just to recap, uh, God Collider, they were formed by Todd Cooper and Fred uh, Ziomek in uh, Virginia. Well, they both left Virginia, then reconnected in L.A. And, you know, he became Todd originally left to become a youth pastor, but his shifting views regarding Christianity influenced him to distance himself from the church. And... He became the caveat for the lyrical enterprise, and <laughs> and yeah, they they talked about it on their uh, debut EP, which was released on Indecision, Indecision Records. There we go. So yeah, they released uh, Perihelion, and now we have got their newest single, Ground Clean. Now, Ground Clean, yeah, it continues with their uh, metal hardcore blend, and this one is adorned with more sinister-sounding riffs you'd sooner hear on, uh, like, an Entombed or At the Gate song, uh, which, to be fair, <laughs> were fundamental components in Metalcore's foundation. It's even been said, like, Metalcore, the type that you think about, is basically melodic death metal with breakdowns. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, um, and some cleans here and there, some clean vocals. Anyway, uh, but yeah, ground clean. It has a punk rhythm and uh, simple power chord riffs when it does, when it does pick up, and uh, some feral hardcore yells to, uh, some feral hardcore yells to match. And yes, we do eventually get a breakdown <laughs> accompanied with rally and chance, after which the opening riffs resurface to bookend the song and close it properly. It's short, it's sweet, it's just tech it's just technical enough to provide more personality to stand out above the masses. So here we are with Ground Clean by God Collider. Let's go. 
that was the newest from God Collider. And in uh, between 24 to 36 hours, I will be regaled with the remaining tracks in their Unhallowed Blasphemies EP. So I hope to be getting a lesson in the darker side <laughs> of the Bible. <laughs> the darker side. It's mostly dark side. There's <laughs> a lot of dark shit going on in there. And God Collider is here to tell you about it. <laughs> So yeah, can't wait for the rest of rest of that, and I don't have to wait long. By the time you folks are hearing this, uh, will probably have already been released or is going to be released in a day's time. Right. So, yep, I am giddy with anticipation. I need some more good EPs to come my way, <laughs> and there's already a few. This one, I hope to be another. Well, maybe uh, people <clears throat> can go back to older things that have been around, and the reason why I say it like that is. The band Comptor Chaos, that's uh, K-O-M-P-O-T-O-I-R. They actually reached out around the same time the RAS 84 did, but they just kind of shared a music video. It looked really cool. I was like, cool, I know this band. I think I've played this band, but I don't think I've played this band, it turns out. And they're from Vosges, Vosges in France, which is over near the German border. So kind of on the far east side of France is where they're from. They actually have a handful of releases. Uh, they have a split, which I'll be playing something from probably on Punkinoy Worldwide before too long. That split came out in 2011. They have other releases besides the ones I'm discussing right here. Uh, they have the one that we will be talking about here in a moment from 2015. When they reached out, I actually looked, and it showed two release dates of July 2nd, 2023, on Spotify and on iTunes for that split. Mm. And for this particular release, like, oh, weird. They released a full length. And a split full length with another band on the same day. That seems strange, right? Well, Pick a day, damn it. It wasn't that. It was just probably the day that they uploaded them for digital consumption, that is. Uh, that's what I'm going to guess. And they actually were released previous, 2011. So 12 years ago for the split and eight years ago for Second Generation. That's the album that we're going to be playing a track from here. Now, in a couple weeks, I'm actually going to be playing their album that got released in 2021. It's a great cover-to-cover -cover album. Several mm -hmm. songs. I'm having a tough time picking, but I have some time because that'll be not this episode when we cover that. I decided I will cover this 2015 release, Second Generation. And they actually had a couple great tracks. I was thinking about playing Ale, which is Go, mm -hmm. uh, but the title track of the band, Comptor Chaos. And so looking it up on Google Translate, because I am trying to relearn the French I knew and actually try to speak French better, but I'm only 41 days in. I have a 41-day streak on my Duolingo app in case anybody cares. <laughs> but <laughs> Duolingo. Oh, man. Yay. I got to learn yeah. it somehow or another. Yeah, I guess uh, not everybody can. Uh, not not everyone has the time for Rosetta Stone. <laughs> it's a little more expensive. Uh, I bought the French, not the French, the Spanish version for my wife a long time ago, and it was like uh, for the five parts to it, it was like four hundred dollars or something like that. Right? Currently, Duolingo's free. That's why I haven't got as far as I would like in forty-one yeah. days. <laughs> I wonder if they have those. If they have those things, like uh, I, I remember there was a Simpsons episode where you, uh, where they they buy these uh, cassette tapes for Homer to listen to while he's sleeping to sort of like uh, uh, to sort of like curve his uh, need to uh, eat food. But they send him the wrong cassette tapes, and it's uh, apparently uh, 
a way of enhancing your vocabulary. Nice. <laughs> so it's like you uh, you fall asleep and your brain is in a resting state and you have a. Uh, you know, you're in a state of mind where you can just absorb any information that's coming to you. So Homer becomes a lot more well-versed, has a lot more diverse uh, lexicon. And, you know, but when he finds out that this isn't helping him lose weight, he throws out the tapes and then we, he turns back into the dunce that we all know him as. So I'm wondering if there is something like that, but to help you learn a different language. It's just like giving you all Shit. these things. It's like, I'd be all in on that. It's like, in France, go means vi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it is, but go means ale when referring to multiple people. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's like a it's something like that on YouTube. It's like 10 hours of French language. <laughs> Listen to while you sleep. And then next thing you wake up and you're and you're speaking like Jacques Clouseau. <laughs> well, the band's name, Comptoir Chaos, K-O-M-P-T-O-I-R, Chaos, According to Google Translate, it says it's Luxembourgish, and it translates into English as computer chaos. Now, if you translate it from French, it says chaos counter. So I don't know specifically which, but that's the band's name. That's the track name. There are a lot of great tracks on second generation. And again, as Eric was talking about, he needed some good EPs coming his way, some new stuff. Well, sometimes we come across a band that we might not have known that has several things that you can go listen to. So it's like coming across a lot of great new releases. This was Sweet. that case for me. So we're going to check it out. Comptoir Chaos. And it's the same as the band's name. So here goes. Fini, on va picoler toute la nuit. On reste... 
lovely. Right? <laughs> yeah, not a bad song. It, it really isn't. My only gripe is the way that the drums are sounding, particularly the snare. There is way too much pop on that snare. Like, it's just too prominent, <laughs> you know, which I don't mind if the drums are, you know, sort of a, a bit more prominent, but all of the drums, not just one, all of them. Come on. So that was a little distracting. Other than that, pretty good. Uh, great stuff. A lot of cool street punk sound to this band. Uh, Comptois Chaos. Uh, check them out. Check out Second Generation. And don't wait for me to play them on the show. But if you do, just know I will be playing more of them coming up. Uh, but great, uh, great music video that they shared with me, which was just like a short-term thing. So I couldn't even go back. And I, I forgot which one it was. So I could check out that track again. But whatever. We're just going to keep playing more of that band. Eric, let's talk about some live shows before we get to those great cover-to-cover albums. What do you got uh, for us? What'd you do? What'd you play? What'd you see? Who'd you see? Okay, well, I'll start off with a show that I played last uh, Saturday. We once again returned to Oliver Rock. (laughs) And uh, did I say this earlier on the uh, episode, or was I just telling you beforehand that this show was put on by my friend Jacob, who was... You told, you told all of us, everybody listening. Okay, everybody listening. Yes, Jacob, he's moving over to New York to uh, be an NYU student, moving up in the world. Smart ass. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he recently formed a band called Nerd Rage with, uh, uh, I know Paige, but what's her boyfriend's name? <laughs> God damn it. Matt? Matt, okay. yes. God, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, I do uh, just like an old school uh, hardcore band, and they were pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. They only played like two shows, and now he's moving. Oh, too so bad. I was like, well, get it while the going's hot, fellas. <laughs> if you haven't seen them now, who the fuck knows when you'll see them again. <laughs> so yeah, Nerd Rage was pretty cool. And, uh, and yeah, the Makeways. That was the that was the first time I was seeing them, and they may be more popular in their respective scene, which is the ska scene. <laughs> I am not in touch with the ska people that much anymore. <laughs> I saw the Makeways when they played at the Hub Stomper, Hub City Stomper show. Ah, there you go. Yeah, what's funny is that that same night was also another ska show. Less Than Jake was playing the same night. <laughs> I wanted to go see Less Than Jake. I like him, but I just didn't. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> what do you that's, do? That's, okay. <laughs> what do you do? They'll come again. But I saw some videos look like a lot of fun. Yeah, some friends of mine went. Uh, I remember Conrad showed up at the show and just hung out for a few minutes, and then he's like, all right, now I'm going to a show. I'm going to go see Less Than Jake. I'm like, oh, you're not going to stick around for shame. But <laughs> yeah, whatever, duty calls. Uh, at least he made an appearance. Right. Yeah, and the show, like, uh, I don't know if you were around Saturday, but in the evening, it had a torrential downpour for like an hour. It did. It did. It's been raining here off and on. The temperatures, the highs yesterday were only in the 60s. It's fucking August. We I got know. it back into the 80s today, but uh, geez, it's crazy. I know. It's kind of a, it's kind of a blessing. <clears throat> it's raining right now. So it is. Yeah. But the thing is that sucks is like in the morning, I drive with my windows down and then I leave <laughs> them rolled down for you know, so that my car can air out throughout the day. And then here comes that summer rain. Ah, son of a bitch. Now my car's going to get wet. (laughs) I know, just turn on the AC. I'm like, ah, the AC wastes gas. Right. 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting off subject. So the fact is, we were playing in, uh, we were playing at Oliver Rock, not inside, outside. We were playing in their parking lot, and when it's raining, that kind of, uh, that kind of uh, jeopardizes <laughs> things a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Jacob had to run out and uh, buy a fucking uh, canopy. And they set that up, and it was enough to house, like, all the equipment. And I'm thinking, well, shit, I still got to set up merch. Well, I'll set up merch later, maybe when the rain passes. And, yeah, we got the canopy set up. Then we wanted to put a tarp that attaches to the canopy and the adjacent uh, fence. And by the time we were done, like, setting that up and got to a point where it made sense, the rain stops. Nice. Okay, fine. Well, at least we had something to do while we were waiting out the storm. <laughs> So, so yeah, can't, can't fault us for that. And the rain did not return the rest of the night, but we did have to uh, clean up some puddles and shit like that. So yeah, make ways goes on and they were, they were a little fun. Uh, watched them for a couple of songs. And then I had to, uh, uh, walk with Sid, my drummer to the, uh, to the nearest place where we could purchase alcohol. (laughs) And also I had to walk to the nearest place where I could purchase food, which happened to be this nice little, uh, a Mediterranean Middle Eastern style restaurant. It was kind of a, it was kind of a hodgepodge of both, but they were selling like, uh, it was basically a grocery store. Okay. So like a little storefront that's, we're selling all these foods that you wouldn't find in your average Smith's or Walmart <laughs> or wherever. This was stuff that reminded me of the European stores that I would go frequent in Italy. Uh, nice. Yeah, all these uh, foods that you couldn't exactly pronounce the name or even read the name because they're in, you know, they're written in uh, the Arabic language or the Indian language, the whatever. You know what I mean, right? And they had this little uh, back counter where they have like all this food that you can take to go or you can order it. And I ordered some shawarma. Nice. And that was really good. It was some of the best shawarma I've ever had. So this place is called Sinbad's, over on like. 34 something south and state street so if you find yourself in that area do yourself a favor eat from there it's some good shit but they did not have beer so we had to go up and uh, find (laughs) beer elsewhere which was in another little uh, market a little uh, mom and pop store i don't remember what it was called but it was a little mexican place and yep they had beer so (laughs) we with uh, success in our midst, we uh, walked on back to Oliver Rock and just in time for Nerd Rage. Cool. And Nerd Rage was pretty fucking cool. They had a very short set. And then the following band, uh, uh, God, what was it? Mong. Mong. That was my first time seeing them. They also had a pretty short set. And half of the songs were covers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize... Uh, I didn't recognize a couple of them, but I di- they did do a rendition of Somebody's Gonna Get Their Head Kicked In Tonight. Cool. That's a classic. Fucking love that. And they close out their set with Cox Bar's Take Em All. Awesome. And oh boy, the people were going up for the mic on that one. <laughs> Eventually, the crowd took over. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. And, and yeah, then came us. And it was a good set. We had a fucking, we had a pretty fucking great time. It was mostly flawless, and people were getting fucking crazy. If you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, we shared on our story the footage that our friends got of us, and the crowd was going crazy. We were playing to a bunch of kids too. I'm like, yes, good. We love playing to the youth because the youth goes fucking nuts. You know, they will, they have the energy. I even called that out during our set, like saying, you guys are half of our age, so no excuses for standing still. <laughs> awesome. 
And, and yeah, they abided. And, oh, boy, we sold a lot of merch. Yeah, and we got a decent payout. So it's like, good, we, we have debts to pay. We have to pay <laughs> the person who is recording us, you know? And, God, have to pay uh, going into an actual studio, most likely, to uh, fix certain things. Tyler, why can't you hold a beat? Why can't you play with a click? The bass player is supposed to be in sync with the drums. You're supposed to hold a rhythm for the love of God, man. Okay. Okay. Just, we'll get through it. Anyway. So, yeah, in the studio, we're kind of a mess. But live, we're actually pretty good. That's good. Pretty damn good, actually. So, so yeah, we're stoked that people uh, came back came back to see us. And we'll be playing Oliver again next month for their uh, anniversary show. They called us back for that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. And they're doing the stage setup and everything. You're getting a bunch of bands on there. Dude, last year was a fucking party. That was the best show we had played so far. So let's see if uh, this upcoming show can meet said standards. That's cool. <laughs> so I hope that that is the case. And anyway, that was our show at Oliver. Pretty damn, uh, pretty damn good one. Financially speaking and spiritually speaking, homie. <laughs> yeah. Now, I did have uh, another show that I attended, but I'm going to save that for later as uh, it segues into my, uh, you know, into my great cover-to-cover album. So we're going to hold off on that, but I have some shows to plug. Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, that is the wrong file. There is the <laughs> right file. So, yeah, on the 24th, which uh, I think is, uh, yeah, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow for me, today for you. Yeah. <laughs> Mugshot is coming to Salt Lake with No Cure and Honor Code and Portraits and Service Weapon all playing at Black Lung. That's uh, $15 if you're doing the pre-sale, but 18 if you're at the door, starting at 6 p.m. And Fear is also playing tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, Fear. I didn't know this until last week. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, so, yeah. Fear. They're playing at Urban Lounge with Endless Struggle and Narc. That's awesome. Yeah, that should be starting at 8 p.m. And after the fees, $45. Wow. Yeah, That's $45. For Urban Lounge. It is. It is expensive. And for a punk show, yes, but I can justify this because this is Fear's last tour. They're not going to be a band after this. So, yeah, unless they're doing like a little send off show on punk rock bowling next year. This is going to be your last chance to really see fear in full effect. So come on, guys. Let's, let's, sort, of, let's sort of recreate the infamous SNL performance from Halloween 1981. <laughs> let's bring that back. It may have been 40 years, but come on. I think we got it in us. So, yeah, that's going to be tomorrow night. But also tomorrow night is the beginning of Crucial Fest. Oh, yeah, Crucial Fest, the four-day-long cavalcade of heavy music, and we're going we're gonna to be celebrating that starting tomorrow. Night one will feature Bongzilla, Eagle Twin, Cadabra, ILS, Pound, Dunn, Space Gun, and Turtleneck Wedding Dress. On the 25th, the, we will have Portrayal of Guilt, Glassing, Measmore, Last, unre- uh, Unrequited, Wield and Woe, portray- and Portrayal to the Goddamn Blood Dimension, and Sympathy Pain. On the 26th, we'll have Whores, The Otolith, Ryle, Will Haven, Worship, Baby Girl, Swarmer, and Run Into the Sun. And finally, on the 27th, we will have Cloakroom, Mike Sheet, 
uh, Top Dead Celebrity, Paris Green, Mordecai Tempo, and Lindsay Heath's Orchestra, Sheacock with a Vengeance, and Jeff Dillon and Revival. And yeah, if you want to get the four-day VIP pass, you can get it uh, in advance. This is your last day to get it <laughs> uh, for $120, but $150 if you buy it at the door. Uh, but single-day passes are only $23. And... And Jerem, the guy who we interviewed last year about last year's Crucial Fest and the ones previous to that, he needed help uh, putting up a lot of posters and flyers, and I helped. I told him I had 50 posters that I got from the bar. I didn't know I was going to get that many, but now I have 10 left. Wow. He's like, oh, damn. Uh, I'm a delivery driver, man. I get around. (laughs) (laughs) Delivered them to various coffee shops and breweries and eateries and uh, certain bars that were not too... Not too shabby of uh, promoting another one's bar. Cool. It's a, it's a show first, a bar second. They're a venue first and a bar second. Right. So don't worry. You're, we're not taking away business from you. They're not promoting drinks or events that they're like uh, that are not musically related. So, <laughs> so some were uh, yeah, some were welcoming to that. Uh, anyway, he's gonna and Jerem he uh, promised me some uh, Crucial Fest merch. He's like, anything you want, man, you can take it in exchange. I'm like. Fuck yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I won't be going all four days. Like I said, tomorrow I'll be going to see Fear on the 24th. But I will be there for the 25th and the 26th because I would love to see Portrayal of Guilt and Miesmore again. And I really like seeing Last. Those guys are fucking great. And I haven't seen Portrayal to the goddamn Blood Dimension fucking forever. They have... uh, Yeah, they've been some... uh, They've been infamously... uh, uh, what's the word? <laughs> I I can't think of the I can't think of the word. My mind's drawing a my mind's drawing a blank. But just difficult to see. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. You just you can't latch him down, especially with Clark having moved to uh, uh, to Louisiana. So he's coming back, especially for this show. So That's awesome. yeah, if you want to see portrayal, then uh, not portrayal portal. Portal, this is your last chance for a while. But yeah, Portrayal of Guilt is going to be great. Mismore is going to be great. And I want to go to night three because I really like whores. And I really like the band whores. And (laughs) I'm sure that joke's been made a million times, but I'm the first to say it here, pussies. (laughs) Whores is great. They're, yeah, they're super fun, super wild style, uh, old school hardcore music. And Ryle is just fucking brutal. And I love Swarmer and I love Running to the Sun. All my homies' bands are going to be playing that night. So, yeah, I want to show up. So, so yeah, Friday and Saturday are going to be some busy nights for me. Anyway, moving onward into September. We have a pretty big metal show at USANA Amphitheater with Gojira, Macedon, and Lorna Shore. Lorna Shore is sort of a hardcore adjacent. Cool. Sort of, so this kind of counts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to go see them, it's going to be expensive. It's ranging from what I saw, and this was a few months ago, 90 to $500. Dang. So yeah, and that's just on one site. So, you know, that's what that site said. So do a lot of uh, digging around, kind of do price comparisons. It's sort of like buying a car, man, which is stupid that you have to do that for fucking concert tickets. Hopefully you don't get rained on for that price shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going. I like all three of those bands, but not enough for me to go to USANA. 
You know, right. Usana's got to be a big fucking show with a big fucking band that I have big fucking respect for and a big heart for. So, <laughs> and yeah, none of those bands, I'm sorry, fit the bill. Anyway, and finally, on the 8th of September, we have the return of Zulu and Soul Glow with Playtime playing at Kilby Court. And I have not seen Zulu, but I have seen Soul Glow, and those guys are wild. They put on such a fun show. The crowd goes nuts for these guys. And they are such a unique, like, hardcore band. They really can't put a finger on what they sound like because they're all over the place. But it's cohesive. It's in a way that makes sense to them and that it's, like, digestible for us in a way. It's so amazing. Cool. So yeah, Soul Glow is definitely one to check out. And Zulu, I mean, they're straightforward fucking power violence, and they are just, I mean, I played them on the show before. You heard how they sound like, and they don't fuck around. None of them do. <laughs> In both their music and their lyrics, they got a lot to say, those guys. So, so yeah, check them out. Kilby Court on the 8th, $27 for entry, and starts at 7 p.m. And that's all I got for the shows in the next uh, two weeks. So, Dustin, what have you got? Got a handful of shows I'll quickly mention so you can get to mentioning your last show, which transitions into your album. Uh, this one, I believe, is in, in Atlanta. It's at Star Bar, August 26th. You can go see Rotten Stitches, The Hanging Judge, Looney, and Beat Up. 15 bucks in advance or $18 at the door. Doors open at 8 p.m. So, uh, there you go. The first two bands, for sure, are, are worth the price of admission. I'm not as familiar with the other bands, but I'm sure they're great. Uh, Coney Island Punk Fest is coming up. That's this Saturday, the 26th. It is an all-ages show. It's 20 bucks, I believe it is. It doesn't show the start time on this flyer. Uh, and it, it does permit re-entry, but it's a long one. It's like it starts in the middle of uh, 1.30 till dark. There we go. That's I was looking right at it. It's not 1.30 at dark or dark or whatever. I don't know what my brain was thinking. Anyway, opens at 1.30. This is in Brooklyn, New York at the Shooting Gallery. You can go see Intimidation, The Stress, OC Rippers, Schism, Hype Stride, Parasitics, The Rambones, Bitch Switch, and Sped. A lot of great bands. Starts in the middle of the day. Go check out Coney Island Punk Fest 2 in Brooklyn. Uh, next up, we've got a uh, show The Take will be doing at Salty Beach Bar in Belmar, New Jersey. Uh, it's a $15, 21 and older show. And you'll get to see The Take, Vulture Raid, The Stress, The Way Of. And this is on August 11th. Did, uh, why do I still have this one here? I guess hopefully you got a chance to see it. I should have read the date first because uh, that's come and gone. So hopefully you got to go see the take if you were in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, the Punk Punks Make Noise, which is a festival up in Canada in Quebec City. Uh, this will be 25th and 26th of August. You'll get to see Bad Nasty, Unwanted Noise, Badass, Destructive, Artificial Dissemination, Open Fire, High Anxiety, Deaf Alliance, Shit Tax, Disruptive, Copyright Chaos, Fane, Metallion, The Ruffians, The War Lovers, CIDB, Shitizen, Recreate, or not Recreation, Reaction, Vermine Chaos, and Unsanitary. I think we've played between this show and Punganary Worldwide, probably like 75% of those. Really cool. It looks like uh, $15 per day. And you can go follow any of those bands, including Bad Nasty. They're coming over from France for that one, Bad Nasty 77. If you want to get any 
more details as it will be this coming weekend, but it's going to be in Quebec City. Next up, we've got uh, the Rise from the Ashes tour on the 26th and 27th of August. Uh, the band that we were talking about that we played two weeks ago, No Name, the No Name from uh, China. They are No Name Punks, if you want to go check them out. They're doing a show in Beijing on the 26th, and then Xi Zhuang on the 27th, and then they got a whole bunch of other shows coming in October. We'll save those until it gets closer, but uh, definitely go check them out if you're anywhere near that in China. Uh, Bad Nasty's coming over, and they'll be doing a few other shows on August 23rd, which is today. I'm going to guess I'll glaze over that. They were playing with uh, Open Fire, Badass, Unwanted Noise, and Reaction, as that is happening while we are recording, most likely. And this is in Montreal. But if you got a chance, hopefully you get to. I got to see Bad Nasty this past year when they were here. And I saw Badass last year when they were here. And Unwanted Noise when they were here. Oh, actually, I saw Badass not here. They were in uh, Portland. But I got to see all three of them bands. You should see them tomorrow, which is Thursday the 24th, which you might get to see. 15 bucks. And this is in Le Baye which uh, is probably somewhere near Montreal or Quebec City, uh, Saginaw. Anyway, it's 24th, it's 15 bucks, and you get to see Bad Nasty, Badass, Shitizen, Open Fire, and Destructive. So get out there and check out those bands. 15 bucks, that's three bucks a band, and all of those bands are awesome. So uh, you're, not, uh, you're not missing out on anything there if you... <laughs> Uh, you, you know, with your money anyway, because that's, that's pretty awesome. It's worth it. Uh, this one, August 26th, you can go see our friends in Battalion Zoska playing with Chemical X and Blind Cider for 15 bucks. Doors open at 8. It's in North Northeast Philly at the Polish Musicians Club. So go check out Punk Hardcore Night. Go check out Battalion Zoska. I think we, I can't remember if we played Chemical X or not, but th they're cool. Uh, coming up here in Salt Lake, uh, Aces High Saloon on September 4th. I'm looking forward to this. Total Chaos, Acid Is, The oh, Last yeah. Responders, Power Beer, all, all playing, and it's 15 bucks in advance or 20 at the door. Just pay 15 bucks. Yeah, I'm stoked for all of those bands. I mean, I've seen Total Chaos before. It'd be great to see them again, along with Last Responders, but I really want to see Acidez. Right. Like, those guys, they never come up here, so it'll be awesome to see them. That will be awesome. Uh, our friends in Clover's Curfew are doing their Sail Away Tour uh, Part 2. Their Sail Away record comes out next month in September. And the Los Angeles on the 25th, San Diego on the 26th. They'll be in Las Vegas on the 1st, Laughlin on the 2nd, and then back in Las Vegas on the 3rd. And then we'll mention some of those other dates as it gets closer. They, they have a big gap before they start working their way back to uh, Long Island. Uh, Cadence Fest is coming up on September 9th, and that's in St. Paul. It's a 3 p.m. all-ages show, 15 bucks. There's music, vegan food, art market, and then you get to go see Soul Keeper, Agony Reigns, Victory, who's amazing, Bullshit Detector's awesome, Sabbath, Empire Down, love those guys too, Infantile Disease, Pill Cutter, and Mace. I mean, 15 bucks just for those three bands I know, and I'm sure it'll be really awesome to get to see, uh, I'm sure, a bunch of those other bands since they're all playing together on the same fest. But that's September 9th. 
up there in St. Paul. Uh, real quick, uh, we'll mention as it gets a little closer, but Special Duties will be doing a West Coast tour with Starving Wolves starting in San Diego on September 1st. They'll be in Salt Lake on September 12th, and they'll be wrapping up the tour in L.A. on September 16th. So next week we'll, we'll mention a few more of those details, but looking forward to seeing Starving Wolves, Endless Struggle, and Special Duties also at Ace's High Saloon because that's going to be awesome. Attitude Festival, which will be in Bristol, and that'll be on Saturday the 2nd. Our pals, The Cuffs, will be playing with a lot of other great bands, but uh, just go to Attitude Festival UK, and you can go see all the bands that'll be playing there. Uh, Pizza Tramp, I know them. Carsick. Uh, that's pretty much all the other bands I know besides our, our friends and Cuffs, but you should definitely go check that out if you're going to be there. I'm sure there's a lot of other great bands. August 25th, this has got to be somewhere up in Ireland. It's in Waterford on O'Connell Street, and uh, O'Connell Street, I think, is the venue. August 25th, Simpos and Anslua, and that's Friday the 25th, 8 p.m. Don't miss that one. If you're there in Waterford, those are two awesome bands, Waterford, Ireland, that is. Uh, I was just talking about Simpos and their new release that's coming out, uh, I think, a week after this particular show. But they're awesome. Uh, Murphy's Law with the Rum Jacks, the Barstool Preachers, and Grade 2 will be doing a tour September, end of September through mid-October, so we'll get to those dates as we get a little closer. Uh, Punk Oirama is happening August 31st through September 2nd. I believe this was in Germany. I mentioned this one last week. It says, Buckwitzkopf Klein Buckau Spremberg. And it's all in German. I'm not sure where the city is specifically, but uh, if you go to Lake Town Records, you can see the flyer. The bands you'll get to see on those days are Lion's Law, Mob Mentality, uh, Toxoplasma, Mark Fogo, De Noise, Buderwege, uh, Vorststufe. I'm reading it like this because some of the font on some of the band's names is hard to read. The Offenders, uh, Springteufel, and, and there's a lot of other ones. Beer Teufel, those are most of the bands that I know. But uh, go, like I said, go check out Lake Town Records if you want to get more details on it. And finally, I'm going to put this on your radar uh, in case you want to get up and travel to it. This will be in Milwaukee at La Fiesta on October 14th and October 15th, starting at 6 p.m. I think the lineups go on the 14th. Hunting Lions, Get Rad, Zor. Fast Plants, Splatter Pattern, Death in Custody, Murder Generation, then on the 15th, Oxblood, Assault and Battery, Fear City, Court Street Scrappers, Severed, Bad Assets, Old Salt, Shitbag, uh, so many friends on the, the, the two lineups, bands that we've played, bands that we've had on the show, uh, our, panty, our, <laughs> our pals, in so many uh, of these bands, uh, including Bad Assets. So uh, definitely get out and support that. Put on, on your radar. If you're going to be anywhere near Milwaukee with a lineup like that, you're definitely going to want to travel. And I'll be mentioning this a lot more as we get closer. Eric, let's get to Flogging Molly. Yeah, Flogging Molly. That was the band that I saw throughout the year, <laughs> throughout the weekend. Anyway, yep, Flogging Molly. This was my 11th time seeing them. And now they are once again tied with Bad Religion of as you know bands that I have seen the most. 
But Bad Religion's going to take the lead again this October because I will be seeing them at the Union. So cool. That's going to be awesome. Anyway, yeah, Flogging Molly. I was looking forward to this all month. And it was on a Friday. As soon as I got off of work, I went straight down to uh, my friend's office. And he had just loaded up on Guinness. So we sat there and we just kept drinking and drinking. Well, me, him, and our mutual friend, Sean. And so me, my best friend, Landon, who I've been seeing Flogging Molly with live for the last, oh God, 15 years almost. Because we saw them for the first time together in 2009. And we kept seeing them together since then. Save for two times. Where I went and saw them down in Las Vegas for punk rock bowling. And when I saw them, well, up here in Salt Lake City. And he got too sick and fucking vomited before they managed to get up <laughs> on stage. So Bummer. So yeah. All but two times we have seen them together. <laughs> and this was one of those times where we where we were locked arm in arm singing Whistles the Wind. <laughs> Actually, they didn't play that one. But, yeah, let's get back to this show. We managed to uh, wander our way over to the uh, venue. Still walking somewhat of a straight line. <laughs> and we got there, and the Bronx were on the stage. So we went and watched the fucking Bronx. I can't remember much of their set because, uh, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> but I know that they were having fun, and Matt got down into the crowd at a certain point and was getting everybody to circle the fucking pit. It as was he does. Yep, as he does. Some things never change. The Bronx just fucking kick ass. Yeah, they do. <clears throat> they kick ass on the record. They kick ass live. Right. Yeah. But, of course, I was like, okay, Bronx, hurry it up. Let's, uh, let's get on with uh, <laughs> Flog and Molly. Come on. <laughs> so Flog and Molly gets up on the fucking stage. They, uh, yeah, their stage walking music is, uh, it's, uh, God, what is that? A rendition of one of those old Irish folk songs, uh, Sweet Molly Malone. Okay. Cockles and Muscles. That's what it was. <laughs> Yeah, and then they get up on stage and then go right into Drunken Lullabies. And the crowd fucking erupts. And from Drunken Lullabies, they also get right into uh, Patty's Lemon and The Likes of You Again and Swagger, which I hadn't heard them play live in a, in a some time, actually. Because they always play those two back-to-back, -back, and those were always the show openers. But, yeah, they're changing it up. Cool. So that was a, gr yeah, so that was a great little intro. They played a few... Uh, yeah, they played a few new songs. I can't, I couldn't tell you the fucking names of them because I haven't quite listened to much anthems. But you know, live they're pretty fucking good. They also played, uh, yeah, they also played the song uh, "Crushed" and "Hand of John L. Sullivan" from their last album, uh, the album before Anthems, which was "Life Is Good." And th yeah, they played some fucking, uh, they played some fucking classics. They'll always play "What's Left of the Flag." They will always play "Float." And they also, they also did an acoustic rendition of Black Friday Rule once they got encored. Cool. Yep. Oh, and of course they did If I Ever Leave This World Alive. And of course they did Salty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was the closer. <laughs> the first song that they play on their first album. So it was a great, it was a great show. Flogging Molly never has ever disappointed me. And I got one of uh, Nathan Maxwell's picks. Awesome. Yep, now that's three that I have. Wow. <laughs> three. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, it's my favorite band. I'm a collector of sorts. I just got to make sure not to lose this one. 
I haven't lost any. <laughs> and I'm not about to start. <laughs> so, yeah, flogging Molly. And like I said at the top of this episode, I was going to talk about this album and showcase their music after I saw them live again. Well, here we are, a year to the day. Last year, I talked about their music in great depth and, you know, great spread as well. I talked about music from three different albums. My great cover-to-cover album was Drunken Lullabies. I played a song from Speed of Darkness. I played one of the good songs from Anthems. And I closed it out with uh, one of my personal favorites, Far Away Boys, which closes out their first album, Swagger. Speaking of their first album, that's what I'm going to talk about on this episode. I still have... I still have a few more albums to get to by Flog and Molly. Well, actually, just one more. Well, no, two more, technically. I haven't talked about anything from Life is Good, and I still have a few songs to cover on Float. I did play Punch Drunk Grinning Soul on an episode in, I believe it was 2020. Yeah, November 2020. I remember it was a song to uh, sort of uh, pay ode to uh, Veterans Day. Right. Yeah, because it's a song about shell shock and, you know, PTSD all around. Um, but yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that one later, maybe next year. (laughs) I probably will. But for now, let's go all the way back to the beginning. This is Floggin' Molly's first album, Swagger. Now, Floggin' Molly, yeah, they formed in Los Angeles in 1997, starting as a bar band playing Irish folk songs in the style of punk rock. And now, Floggin' Molly was certainly not the first to do this, as this style had already been done, had already been in motion long before their formation. Bands like the Mahones, the Tossers, the Real Mackenzies, and hell, the Pogues, who are widely considered to be the initiators of Irish-themed punk rock, and they're actually from Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) And even their peers, Dropkick Murphys, were implementing Celtic themes in their music far before they fully embraced it in the 2000s. You know, like uh, Far Away Coast and, you know, using the whistle and mandolin. And the bagpipes that were used in the intro to Barroom Hero and, uh, yeah, the cover of Cadence to Arms, which started off their first album. And then they had the uh, covers of Amazing Grace and eventually the Rocky Road to Dublin. Right. So, yeah, Flog and Molly not the first, but they took the harness of it and guided it past the idea of, uh, you know, Irish punk rock being a gimmick. And by treating the music and lyrics with utmost sincerity, taking them beyond the graces of drunken barroom debauchery. (laughs) So, with that being said, they signed a side one dummy in 2000, which, according to uh, Joe Sib, you know, the founder and owner, was the band that they needed to pull them out from under the shadow of Epitaph and Fat Wreck. And Flog and Molly needed to get their name out there, so it was perfect timing. Mutual needs were met. And, you know, they took a risk signing a group widely regarded as a bar band, which never make money. Bar bands don't make money. Well, who's laughing now? (laughs) (laughs) Put the little thumb up on the tip of your nose and waving your fingers around. Right? (laughs) So, yeah. And uh, here's another little thing. I'm pulling this. uh, uh, This is all according to uh, uh, the interviews in their documentary, Whiskey on a Sunday. Uh, the side one dummy guys, they were hoping to sell at least 10,000 copies of Swagger, uh, to which their drummer, George Schwint, replied by saying, without any tone of doubt, that they will sell 50,000 before they begin recording their second record. And they're like, uh, well, George, uh, I don't think you know how this works. I mean, good on you. You know, we appreciate your tenacity and that you think that you will sell 50,000. He's like, no, I don't think we will. 
Yeah. And they wow. did. Before they went in to record their second record, Drunken Lullabies, it happened. Over 50,000 copies of their first album sold. So, That's yeah, cool. they were on their way to fucking stardom. Now, let's talk about Swagger. Yeah, I was saying earlier that they had, like, uh, you know, approach the lyrics and the music with uh, sincerity. They had songs about, like, uh, you know, Dave King's personal turmoil and his unique experience of the past and just kind of straight up tributes to loved ones, mostly his father. Songs like These Exiled Years, talking about how he lived in the U.S. and didn't have a green card, so he couldn't go home, you know, and visit his mother back in back in Dublin. Right. And then The Likes of You Again, which is a straight up uh, tribute to his father because he died when he was very young and just, uh, yeah, he never really had the closure that he needed. And the old beggar's bush and life in a tenement square are just to him talking about what it was like growing up in the little uh, former army barracks, which which was turned into a neighborhood. (laughs) And that was the old beggar's bush. And then, of course, Far Away Boys, which is just kind of a song about uh, someone on the railroad missing his loved one at home. You listened to it last year. You know what it's about. You know what it's great. But they are not without their uppity, rambunctious songs. They know their audience. Songs like Salty Dog and Sentimental Johnny. And yeah, Life in a Tenement Square and uh, uh, Every Dog Has Its Day. They got some fucking, they got some uppity means behind them. And then you can't forget the greatest hangover ballad, The Worst Day Since Yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great one. Every drunkard fucking knows that one. So, with all that being said, what songs do I want to talk about? Well, there are two that I have not mentioned. The first one being Selfish Man. This is one of the rowdy punk tracks. It's fast. It's aggressive. It's got some aggro chants in the end and a rather furious chorus. I am such a selfish man! Oh, God. It's depicting the disheveled mess of emotions and bitterness one feels after a relationship has ended, and they're just drowning in this cesspool pool of oh how my heart bleeds woe is me death bringeth thy sweet release and just sort of granting yourself the humility that maybe just maybe you were thinking too much of what you weren't getting that you realized that you weren't giving anything to begin with and then I realized oh shit that uh, really brought me down to size (laughs) yeah tug at the collar grit your teeth and do a little inhale at that yeah this is selfish man Tell me why. Tell me why. Well, they did, and I'm still learning.
gets people fucking wild up in there <laughs> i remember when the second time i saw softlog and molly they pointed out one such individual who had a mohawk like maybe two feet high <laughs> and dave was going like you know if i had to if i had to call out to anybody in the audience as far as their hairstyle hairstyle goes look at that bastard right there look at that fucking mohawk <laughs> right this one goes out to you this one's called selfish man <laughs> true you know, I admired the haircut, the, the, the tall mohawks when I'm walking down the street, like, fuck yeah, way to go. But then at the show, when you're like six foot three, and then you go stand up towards the front, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it wasn't up front very long. That whole place was moving. That was Good. back when it was at the, uh, at the, in the venue, the Bricks. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's when they were still like, uh, man, I saw Dropkick Murphys in there. And just seeing bands that were that big, in a venue that was that small, you never really, you never really grasped the concept of how lucky you were to see that. I bet. <laughs> At least not till afterwards. I'm like, I saw Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys and Bad Religion in there. I saw Municipal Waste in there. Now these guys are filling up arenas. Holy shit! That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Selfish Man, one of my favorite songs by those guys. But moving on from there, we're going to talk about. One of the uh, longer ones. So I'm going to try and keep this, uh, keep this short. The song is Black Friday Rule. And there is a lot to talk about on this one because, well, it's a loaded song. It's fucking awesome. It's a song of uh, you know Dave King recounting the decision he made to leave his hometown of Dublin and move to the U.S. in hopes of a brighter future. When compared to what was expected in war-torn Ireland, the conflict instigated by the IRA... Yeah, it's uh, he was talking about how most of his friends went down that path who got who got jailed and are now like uh, in cahoots with the IRA, and he almost went down that himself. Wow! But he was like, "No, I think there's something more for me." And although it resulted in King being exiled in the states for eight years, as he says, you can listen to that song, uh, "These Exiled Years," for more details. <laughs> uh, he didn't have yeah, he didn't have his green card, and it can. It sort of conditioned him to not settle for less, and it pushed him to get his passion for music turned into a means of spiritual and monetary gain. 
So it is the longest song on the record and probably the longest in their discography, especially the live recording from their Whiskey on a Sunday compilation. Uh, but for good reason. Every instrument shines on this song. The accordion and violin harmonize so well with each other. The drums have a rapid punk pace but can switch to a more dancey Irish beat. And the guitar, you know, Dennis has his little freestyle solo while uh, Nate is holding down this ominous two-note bass line and holds it down in the background. And the vocals are loud and raucous and also soaring and melodic, all while maintaining a steady balance of punk urgency and determination. Oh, God, that's a lot. It's a, but it really encapsulates their style. And while it may seem long, it really is. It really goes by in no time at all. So here we are, the Black Friday rule. Myself once again, so I dream of a man whose hopes never end. To kiss with a girl who's as lovely as you, I'd give you my heart if you gave me the truth. And for every tear that is lost from the night,
The buildings they shake, but my heart did beat still. Oh, mother of Jesus, I feel pretty ill. I want to go home where my people feel safe. But there ain't no jobs in a free state. So I must remain in my new dumpling land. I'm doing the best, and I'm doing all I can. So next time you see me, don't ask for my name. For I am the king, and Shalom. Cause I've been down in this world Would you believe it? The live version was longer. <laughs> the certain live version, but the live version that I saw this uh, last weekend, it was Dave coming out of, on the encore. He comes out, just him and his guitar, and he sings the first three verses of that song solo. And then right as it comes to the part uh, in, to lead in the last chorus where it's like, till next time you see me, don't ask for my name. That's when everyone comes in and just sort of like, it does that little build up where he's screaming. And then I am the king and so long may I rank as I've been down in this world. And then they go into the, you know, the regular programming as it were. Right. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm uh, starting to get my memory uh, jogging a little bit on some of the other songs that they have played and some of the other events in there. One, it was Nathan Maxwell's birthday that day. So, yay, another August birthday that, I, <laughs> that I'm sharing with. 
Uh, so yeah, they gave him a little happy birthday. <clears throat> and yeah, some of they, I don't know how I mistook this, but they did play Whistles the Wind. Okay. So yeah, they played Whistles the Wind and they played the Lightning Storm, some that hadn't been played since they were on their float tour. So that was pretty nice. And yeah, some of the songs from Anthems that they played, These Times It Got Me Drinking and uh, The Crappie Boy 98 and Try to Keep the Man Down. Uh, I don't really remember Try to Keep the Man Down, but Crappie Boy, I remember. It's like, uh, I eat two fried eggs in the morning. I eat two fried eggs for tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, so yeah, that's, uh, that's basically what I'm uh, looking at here. And of course, they always close their sets. You know, their stage walking music, like walking off the stage with always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> yeah. <There you> go. <laughs> Never fails. Never fucking fails. So, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, yet another little uh, splurge of flogging Molly that I just I just had to have. I just had to do, you know, but, you know, uh, I've got two more albums of theirs to talk about. Maybe next year I'll talk about Float or Life is Good. We'll see which one. But I've talked about Swagger now. I've talked about Drunken Lullabies and Within a Mile of Home twice. Twice. Because I had to do that twice because I'm a little fucking headbangy thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the uh, and yeah, I did Speed of Darkness recently. And the only ones I got left are Float and Life is Good and Anthems. And Anthems, I just can't, I just can't say that's a great album. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's just okay, and that still hurts. <laughs> okay, that's enough about my favorite band. Okay, what have you got for us, Dustin? I've got The Mistakes. They have a new album that will be coming out. I was talking about at the top of the show, A Good Hill to Die On. Uh, like I said, the release came across, just said August of 2023 is when it's supposed to be released. There's not a whole lot left of it, so I'm speculating maybe Friday, but... Uh, August 2023, you'll get a good hill to die on. So, a little history on the mistakes. Uh, we've played, or we've had them, so they formed as a band in 2009 by Shane and Ross. We had Shane on uh, episode 97, which was April of 2019. We did an interview with Shane, uh, played some music from their release that was new at that time. Uh, which was uh, Upstarts and Heretics. We played a handful of tracks on that interview as well. And that was a great album, really great interview. Well, recently, Mark from Time and Matter Rec uh, Recordings, uh, they are releasing the Good Hill to Die On, and they sent this to us. So uh, I was really happy to get to hear new stuff from The Mistakes. They're from Poole in Dorset in England, if you're unfamiliar with the band. Uh, we're going to play some tracks. There's 12 tracks on this upcoming album. Uh, there are two singles that are already out that you can go listen to, depending on when the release date is. Like I said, there's already two singles. And I'm going to play two different tracks. You can listen to two different tracks with this here. But Heathens and A Good Heel to Die On, which is the title track, are already out. You can go listen to those, and they're great. And I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to play a new track and, uh, you know, like we do with a lot, and I had a really hard time picking uh, a lot of really great tracks on this one, and so I thought, you know what, even though I definitely personally want to go over it a couple more times, just because I like to when I come across really great albums, uh, I am going to play it here, and I picked two tracks, one on the A side, one on the B side, there's six on each, 
And we're going to kick it off with one of the tracks on the B-side. And it is Another Day, which is the fourth track, technically the 10th track if you're going to see it streaming around the CD. So here goes with the mistakes off a good heel to die on. It's Another Day. Some old school UK punk for a new generation, right? <laughs> so fucking rowdy. <laughs> it's awesome. Love the guitar solo. Speaking of uh, some rock and roll elements, just like we were earlier, definitely included in this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, digging it. it. It was really great. Again, when I was looking at the tracks, I didn't want to play the ones that had already been out, Heathens and A Good Hill to Die On, even though those are both great tracks themselves. Uh, and I was going back and forth, even up until pretty close to when Eric got here so we could record the episode. I was <laughs> changing tracks, like, man, this one's good, that one's good, this one's good. I knew I wanted to do an A-side and a B-side, but I, I was struggling, and this is what we went with. Uh, I think I, I'm super excited for it. And just so you know, again, its release date is August, 20, August of 2023. Uh, what I haven't mentioned yet is they have a split seven inch coming out with the uk subs next month in september too so if you like splits well guess what they're doing one with the uk subs they've got a, another new track which is different than these tracks on that split seven inch 
with the UK subs as well. So be on the lookout for it, as I will be too. Uh, look out for the rest. You can, like I said, you can go check out Heathens and A Good Hill to Die On. Here you listen to Another Day with us. And let's also listen to Hack the World. It's the last track on the A-side. Six, track number six. Here we go with The Mistakes. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I just love those uh, hammering riffs. The dan, 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 dan. Yeah. And the dueling vocals just added so much to it. I thought it was awesome. That's why I had to play. I settled on something that would kind of show the range, I guess, that you're going to get. But go check out the rest. I know that only the other two tracks are currently up. Maybe 
I don't know the official release date yet, but maybe within the next week because it said August 2023, and then look out for that split, another new track from them, and I'm sure it's going to be a new track from the subs as well. Yeah. Fuck, I hope so. Right? Because aren't the UK subs retiring? Uh, probably, and it's really cool that the Mistakes are doing a split with them. That's awesome. Yeah, goddamn. I hope that before UK subs retire, they come here first. And do a split with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be cool. Boy, UK subs with the apathetics, that would be a hell of a split. Right? <laughs> and I mean split. We're on two <laughs> different areas of the punk rock spectrum. Ugh. But it'd be cool. <laughs> right. Well, thanks again, Mark. Go check out Time and Matter Recordings and be on the lookout for a good hill to die on as it is really great. Uh, I've already heard all the tracks, like I said, once through. Now I got to go through again because it's awesome. Let's wrap up the show, though. We're getting into the, the witching hour of the show. So, Eric, what do you got to wrap the show? Well, I got a band that I have talked about uh, three separate times on this show. And, yep. I'm about to talk about them again. (laughs) That band is the uh, classic rock and roll band. Maybe you heard of them. They're called ACDC. First name AC, last name DC. The middle name, the lightning bolt. (laughs) And yeah, I'm not here to promote all the fucking hits that you've heard over the radio a million and one fucking times. Uh, But they got a lot of good deep cuts. And this is one of them. But it's from an album that maybe you've not heard of. It's from Power Rage, which was released in 1978. This was their third international album that was released via Atco Records, and also the first album to feature their bassist, Cliff Williams. And he's been with them ever since. Cool. So, dedication, man. And personally, I think it's a rather underrated album. I call it the sort of middle child, sandwiched between two classic albums, Let There Be Rock and Highway to Hell. You know, and I say that and that it's the only Bon Scott era album that does not have a song that's guaranteed a spot on every ACDC set list. I mean, with High Voltage, you'll always have TNT and The Jack. Let There Be Rock, you'll always have Hell in a Bad Place to Be, the title track, and Whole Lot of Rosie. Highway to Hell, I just said it. That song is <laughs> always, always, always on every ACDC set list, and why not? It's the, like, their most famous song next to Back in Black. Uh, but yeah, Power Age, there ain't nothing from there. There ain't nothing. So I bring this up because it had sort of an interesting resurgence. In the 1990s, there, they had a resurgence in popularity after the release of The Razor's Edge with their seminal live staple, Thunderstruck, uh, getting an obscene amount of airplay. And then there was the Beavis and Butthead show, you know, right. the latter of, wh- the latter of which uh, adorned his ACDC shirt. And then there was the section of their show where they, you know, loosely critique all those uh, music videos. Some ACDC clips worked their way into the rotation. And in the movie, Beavis and Butthead to America, the soundtrack features one ACDC song. And it's not a typical song that you'd expect from the band upon the mention of their name. This is the song. This is Gone Shootin'.
so yeah, that, while that's uh, playing out, I got a, one more thing to say about this. So if you've seen the Beavis and Butthead movie, you know that it's uh, the song is played during the montage where they're traveling on the bus and it's cross-country tour of the United States. And the music itself just fits the bill as it sounds like Southwestern-style blues. And yeah, we're talking about this again. <laughs> and that you can associate it with the imagery of, like, cowboys on their horses just kind of galloping across the desert. But lyrically, the song is a different story. It's an anecdote of a woman that Bon once knew who succumbed to her addiction to opioids. Or so I presume, you know, regarding the, you know, regarding the certain lyrics, like, I serve my coffee with the same spoon. And uh, she took another pill. Right. Yeah. And there's other distressing lyrics in here, like uh, she packed your heart in a traveling bag and never said bye-bye. She was running in overdrive, a victim of overkill. And my favorite, she never made it past the bedroom door. What was she aiming for? Yeah, that's uh, that's gone shooting, you right. guys. Gone shooting, you know. <laughs> Fucking microphone getting in the way of my arm movements. <laughs> Can't wait till I have it hanging in right? front of me. Exactly. So I can have a free range of motion. <laughs> one day, one day. Yes, one day, one day. So yeah, there's some more ACDC for you. I got plenty more where that came from. Trust me, I have a playlist of the Bon Scott material curated to a way that makes fucking sense if it were released on a, like a six-sided LP. <laughs> 40 songs on there. 40 songs from their first five years as a band. They have so many fucking classics. You have no idea. You have no fucking idea. Fuck the haters. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up the show with a track shared to us from... Uh, Earshot Media. Earshot Media sends us all kinds of stuff, a variety of music. Some of it we're using, some of it we don't. Uh, but uh, in this instance, it's a soul song. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, the artist is Jessie Wagner. She has a wonderful voice. I heard this song and I thought, you know what? I don't think I play or have played any soul. And if I have, I don't recall it. It's time. This one's great. They just sent this to us just a couple weeks ago. The single was released May 20 or May 12th of this year. Uh, the single I'm talking about is called Cry To Me, and uh, Wagner, she's going to release her sophomore solo effort later this year or early 2024, so I assume this may be on there, but it is a cover. If you're unfamiliar, it's a cover of the early 1960s classic Cry To Me by soul singer Solomon Burke. And a quick quote from her about this song, uh, Jesse Wagner says... Every or ever since I saw Patrick Swayze gently sway Jennifer Grey in his beautifully sculpted arms to Solomon Burke's Cry to Me, I was immediately obsessed with this sensual song. It continues to be one of my favorites, and I am ecstatic to release my take on this sexy classic. So there you go. If you were unfamiliar with Solomon Burke, unfamiliar with the name of the track, well, if you've seen that movie, then you know. Both of our songs are related to a movie soundtrack, apparently. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this one's a cover. This one's Jesse Wagner. Like I said, she has a great voice. Be on the lookout for if you're into soul and into what she's doing. She has uh, something else out you can already listen to. The new one will be out late this year, early next year. Here is her cover of Cry to Me. Baby, leaves you all alone. 
That's Jesse Wagner. Cry to me. I love the upbeat tempo. I love the, the that song's just great. Yeah, it's just sort of like a, a kind of ska cover of it. Almost, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm with that, yeah. Yeah, almost, just because of the little, uh, the sort of upstroking that's going on. Sure. Yeah, and the horn's kind of a and giveaway. Horns, but, yeah. but yeah, it's not ska proper. It's Right. Yeah, it's more of a soulful rendition. Exactly, and maybe all you ska folk out there are going to like this one too. I thought it was great. I think she has a great voice. I thought it was a great cover of that track. I prefer it to the original personally right now, but... Uh, great stuff. Thank you to Earshot Media for always sharing all kinds of great stuff to us. And uh, go check out Jesse Wagner. We're going to wrap up the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening all the way up to this point. We appreciate you. It's been episode 330. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, SLCPunkCast.com. Go check out Pow Radio. One of these days, the studio that I've talked about for I don't know how long now, eight months or so. Almost. Uh, it's been over a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's moved into this house to build it, and it, I moved in the house a year ago, and it's still not done. So yeah. one of these days. Yeah, you moved in here back in uh, last June, I think, wasn't it? Last week of July. Yeah, I moved out of the other okay. house in June. Okay. Yeah, because you had that little uh, lapse where you were staying at your brother's house. Yeah. And, okay, so yeah, from July to, yeah, it's been over a year at this point. Yes. Just been an over a year process. Process should have took, uh, how much, two months, maybe? Probably, yeah. Should have been back in April. We should have been in April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This fucking guy. Anyway, we're, we're almost there, I think, one of these days. Anyway, check out Power Radio. A lot of great music still playing on there, and we're about to change it quite a bit once that studio gets going. Anyway, uh, the bands are found on Instagram at hardluck.mf, at convict underscore class, at god collider, at comptois underscore chaos, at flogging molly, at the mistakes, at jesse underscore wagner, and her name is J E S S I E, at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can you find You can find me on Instagram at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC, and you can find my. Uh, my bands, Anonymous and Apathetics, on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official and at theapathetics.slc. Find us on Facebook at Anonymous SLC and at The Apathetics. And stream our music on Bandcamp at Anonymous SLC and at theapathetics.bandcamp.com. We are working on releasing the new album, uh, Apathetics, anyway. We got pretty much all the masters. We are going through producing as well or editing. Uh, and getting all album artwork put together. I've been overseeing that. It's been a it's been a bitch and a half, but it's been a fun bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're hoping that we're gonna have a new single coming out next month. We don't know an exact date yet, and we're hoping to have the album come out in October. Cool. So, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, also, my uh, you can check out my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at Lead Melodies underscore podcast. And on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc and stream the episodes at anchor.fm. And check out the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. I actually just made a post while we speak. (laughs) (laughs) That's to keep everybody uh, up to date on what shows are coming through in uh, Salt Lake City. So, yeah, there you go. Check it out. Bands are found on Facebook at convict.class. At RAS84 Official, at God Collider, at Punks Destroy, and that's Comptor Chaos, 
at floggingmolly, at themistakesuk, at jesse.wagner.568, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you again for everybody for tuning in. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Yeah, I got I got something to say. There's uh, I remember the last episode I was on here, and I was talking about uh, conversations I had with the uh, with Greg and Shet and company from uh, DTA. On they were talking about the little clicks and hardcore and how they got so you know they get this stupid little uh, hive mind mentality. And I was like, yeah, I try to stay out of all that. Well, some uh, drama had been beset, not on me, but on someone who was close to me. And it was uh, it was some stupid fucking two-faced bullshit regarding, a, you know, regarding some person in the scene that we do not want to see because she sucks as a human being. She's terrible. Anyway, started this uh, group chat where people could kind of uh, vent about her and not have it be seen to uh, the public. Uh, and then apparently something got out and someone got pissed and someone got blamed. That person who got blamed happened to be my friend, but it wasn't her. They kind of uh, chastised her and counted her out as the pariah. And she was like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> and the thing was like, uh, you know, despite her uh, protests and her apologies and everything that I was seeing through the uh, messenger thing, I was a part of this group as well on the messenger. I didn't really pay much attention to it until all this shit started coming up. Anyway, she was sending screenshots of the messages. They were sharing uh, cropped versions to make her look like a piece of shit. So anyway, that was stupid. And the guy who was instigating all this, uh, yeah, he's got, a, he's got some draw in the scene. And all the people in the, all the, people in the fucking uh, chat were kind of siding with this guy. And not really, and just kind of taking everything at face value. I'm like, you guys... You guys are incredibly misinformed. And this is stupid. You guys are being stupid. <laughs> and I sort of, uh, I came up with this sort of thing where it's like, you guys have set aside your critical, uh, not critical, your ethical and moral standards for the sake of allegiance. I'm like, you know... And I had some of my other friends messaging me like, uh, hey, I know you're close with this person, but this is what she did. And then I got her side of the story, and I was like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> you know, you're quick to jump to a fucking conclusion. And it's, uh, it's kind of sad in this day and age. Everything's so immediate. You know, some, and I remember earlier this week on two of my friends' posts, they posted pictures of themselves, and, you know, it was... It was sort of vanity posts, like, a, "Hey, check me out. Look at how uh, look at how lovely I look." You know, just people posting pictures when they think they look nice. And I commented on there, like, "You are so pretty." And I remember commenting that and thinking, "I knew it was just a compliment, nothing more, nothing less." But what if they take this as me trying to make advances? And I got so worried about that. <laughs> Thankfully, they didn't. They took it at face value. They knew that it, what it was, and they thanked me. They're like, hey, thank you. That really means a lot to me. Cool. Okay, good. I can rest easy. But it's <laughs> like, come on. We're at a point right now where we have to second guess about complimenting somebody. Where it's like, no, I just want to say that you look good. That's it. It's not a ploy to get in your pants. Right. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just like, people, just uh, don't be so reactionary. Just... Just think before you leap. Right. You know? But on the plus side, all this shit's going to blow over. 
<laughs> people are going to forget what was I mad about initially. <laughs> but then on the downside, it was like, oh, yeah, I guess you did. I guess you did compliment me. Did I thank you for that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a two sides. It's a double-edged sword, but what can you do? But just keep living your life and try not to be a dick. I feel like I've had to be saying that a lot more these days. Right. Mostly to remind myself. Just like, okay, get your fucking head on straight and don't do what you think is... Just listen to your fucking gut, man. <laughs> and look into the situation before you jump conclusions. Don't base conclusions off of assumptions. That is a dangerous fucking path. True. It's like that little Bible verse, the foolish man who built his house on sand. Okay. I'm not naming names, and I doubt that any of you listeners know what the fuck is going on, but for those of you that do, uh, just know that I'm... Uh, an innocent bystander. <laughs> and I listen to both sides before I jump to a conclusion. So thank you for thank you for listening to that. And thank you for listening to this episode. I hope to be back next week. And if not next week, well, I'll see you the uh, the one after. Episode 332. 332. Either 331 or 332. I want to be around for lucky number 333. <laughs> I will be the triple three. <laughs> Play the fucking outro. Thank you.